and trains and we're prepared for it with new techniques and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, you got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesworth. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 46 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And this episode, the Silver Fox Kevin Allen joins me. And we are coming to you just prior to Super Bowl 52. And I want to thank you first and foremost for spreading the word and sharing the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. It continues to get bigger and better. Thank you for word of mouth, recommendations. I want to remind you guys, when you go on your pages, however you access it, on iTunes or on SoundCloud, tune in. Please subscribe, like, make comments. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, uh, what you would like to hear more of, and uh, whatever else you want to say about the podcast. And give us a rating. Rate it and uh, a share. Tell your friends and families we continue to get bigger and better. You guys are maybe not on the ground floor, but you're on the first floor or the second floor. I guess the ground floor is the first floor. Uh, you're on the, the the second floor of this growing uh, what will be a, a skyscraper of a podcast. So uh, you're in at the very beginning, so you get to hear how this thing will grow, and you're a part of that growth, and I want to thank you guys for that. I also want to thank our sponsors, CoBank Homes. My man, Kofi Bankers, is a guy, and we'll tell you more about him. If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, if you have real estate questions, he's your guy. Kofi Bankers will tell you more about CoBank Homes at the break, at the halfway point of the show, but I want to also give you his number right now. If you have real estate questions, you want to buy, sell, rent, Kofi Bankers, 832 757 7950. That's Cobank Homes, a division of Keller Williams. And with that coming up this episode, we will have shame, 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 a charge to the game. In addition to that, we will have We the People, where we will review some uh, poll questions that you guys, that I submitted and you guys answered. In addition to that, of course, we'll talk Super Bowl and we'll get our Super Bowl picks. And we will go with sports entertainment and before we let go. So all of those things, as I bring in my partner in crime, the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen. Kevin, you feeling better this week? Oh, a lot better. Appreciate you. Man, people were frightened when they saw you last week. This man, Kevin, doesn't look good. I had to call you several times to check on you throughout the week. Oh, no doubt. I got me some rest and, and loaded up with those fluids, so I'm, I'm much better now. Well, I'm the one who can't quite shake it so i mean a lot going on but it is super bowl weekend and we talked about it and if in case you don't know uh he's a part of the local show here in houston ktsu sports talk with yours truly the legend ralph cooper and of course kevin allen talked about the super bowl it doesn't seem to be a big buzz around the super bowl this year what do you attribute that to what is that about i mean uh, what what do you say? What are you, your reasons why the Super Bowl just isn't that popular this year, or I, as popular? I mean, maybe not as popular because some of the things that has happened throughout the NFL season. But I'm still getting a good vibe where a lot of people go. They're they're kind of excited about the Super Bowl, and a lot of 
Eagle fans that haven't, haven't been here in a long, long time are buzzing about this thing right now. Still a lot of, you know, Super Bowl parties and things like that that are going on. It's just not, I guess, from what I'm hearing, people are saying it's not as popular because maybe New England is in it again. But I think that's great for sports because we are seeing a dominance here and, and you're looking at some history. Well, you know, in the other part of that, a lot of people talk about the Colin Kaepernick effect and how people boycott it. And a lot of people were, you know, got involved in the political aspects of this entire thing. And, you know, I think that has something to do with it. But I said, like I said on the show, I think it has more to do with this. Is just, this just wasn't a good NFL season. You had a lot of stars get hurt. You had Aaron Rodgers go down for a significant amount of time. J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson. Uh, the most exciting player in the NFL as a rookie this year, he went down. Uh, in addition to that, Dallas kind of came back to earth, so you know that's a, a very popular team. New England just kept rolling right, uh, right along. Nobody in their division really challenged them. We saw Los Angeles, a new market being reintroduced to the football. For I mean, they're a football market, but still, we're not. This generation of football fans are not as on board with rooting for the Los Angeles Rams, even though the city of Los Angeles was really fired, fired up about them. So a lot of new teams being good, and some of the, the old faithful teams fell by the wayside. You know, the Giants were, were expected to be good. They weren't. The Cowboys, like I said. Uh, and then, you know, other story franchises just did not do well. And I think this matchup is not a very provocative one. One thing I try to tell you on the show is, in football and in sports, you have to like like the name on the back of the jersey more than you like the name of the front of the jersey. In college, you love your university. Whoever the guy is for your university, that's who you love. In the pros, you have to have guys that you really invest in. We we like Deshaun Watson. We invest in him. I mean, the Texans as an organization are, are, are very, very boring. But you have J.J. Watt, and a lot of people have invested in him not just as a player, but as a larger-than-life personality. If you don't have those kind of pe- people in the game, not those two specifically, but if you don't have those guys on your team or those guys that can carry the league, Tom Brady is by far considered uh, the best player in the NFL. What, roughly. Wouldn't you say that year in, year out? Yeah, no doubt. And so, But he doesn't have very much personality. But, but see, the difference between football and basketball, you can get marketed. Football doesn't market their players basketball do well so that's some the, players get marketed if you look at Peyton Manning he was on television yeah but and, and but RG3 you're, and but those you're, guys you're looking at the percentage you look at Houston Rockets they got a commercial now here where you have Chris Paul James Harden Trevor Reese yeah State Farm the so, State Farm so but the thing about it what I'm trying to say in football you have to be that top guy right but in basketball a number of guys can be marketed Marketed, they market the shoes with the players, so it's a different type of marketing. Well, and a part of it is so ba- now basketball players, you see their faces. Yeah, so know, th- yeah. so that's the difference than with football. <laughs> so that's why the team is so valuable because the NFL owners are going to market their team as opposed to the player. They're not going to let the player get bigger than the team. Well, the problem is, that, I mean, you're talking about a 53 man roster when you're talking about a, a, what a 12 man roster in the NBA. So you got five guys, six, six, seven guys at the most that you will need to know on a basketball team. On each team, though. Right, right, right. As yeah. opposed to the NFL, 
you may know the you're not gonna know the offensive lineman. You're not gonna know in most cases the defensive lineman or the secondary guys. It's the Odell Beckham that stands out, and it's a quarterback with personality. And ne- neither one of these teams have very much personality. But, but the thing is, with New England, they have personality because people want to see the Belichick interview because it's. But just, he doesn't say but, anything. But this is the thing: it's the Greg Popovich type interview in football. When you watch San Antonio Spurs, people now want to see that Greg Popovich Greg interview Popovich because it's ten times, twenty, a hundred times more interesting than Belichick. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say, Devin, is that his interview, they know it's going to be one or two words. Belichick, it's one or two words. I don't think he's twenty times better than Belichick because when I look at Belichick, when I measure championships, he has more than Pop. So this dude. I'm not going to say now. Nah, well, I'm talking about as an entertainment value because he has talked about social issues. He has opened up and talked about his relationship with LaMarcus Aldridge right. and, and and how they struggled in the offseason. You would never get that kind but, of conversation from Belichick. But then, never. Again, but, that, but then again, you go back to how their league is marketed. It's not that person. Now, Gronkowski has marketed himself. Right. Right. So that's what I'm trying to say. Now, if he was in basketball, he would be huge. Oh, yeah. But he's he's learned how to market himself outside of football. So that's why Gronk is that character and he's now. He's probably the most interesting character in the Super Bowl. But I think the NFL football people can re- – I mean, football people on some levels can appreciate it. But also when you understand the league, do you understand that – it's a weak NFL right now. But I don't, we, we, I don't we talked think about so. This like we did. No, you I cannot don't. clearly tell me who is the who is the arch rival to the Patriots in the NFL. And the reason you can't now, because now it's the changing of the guard. Because, Devin, when we were younger, Pittsburgh was that team. The Minnesota Vikings. And that lasted for so long. And now. But, but all now, of those teams had arch rivals. But, but now we look at it as those are the teams that are still supposed to win. And it's not no, like no, that no, anymore. No. Look, this is what I'm talking about. If I say, who's the arch rival of the Golden State Warriors in the NBA? Who are right you now, tell me? Be- because as of late, it's them in Cleveland because they've right. been in the finals. Right, right. But now, watch this move. Cleveland is getting ready to fade out. But they will still be a second best team. now. It'll be Boston. Even we, but, we talked the, the hype last week of how good that game was and how good a in, in other words, there's a second best team. But not, but that it only you be, can't tell me that in the NFL. But see, in football, I mean, in basketball now is because Boston is the second best team that's creating so much viewership is because of the Kyrie trade. We weren't talking about Boston like this. Okay, two, wait a minute, two or three years ago. We're just bringing them into you, this You're getting fold. caught up in the specifics. I'm saying in general, when the Lakers were on top, who was their arch rival? Boston. Who, when Boston was on top, who was their arch rival? Detroit. Or, or the, it was the Lakers. Right. When Detroit had their run, they had to get past Boston. It right. was a, a number two team. When the but Rockets, then, but then every, you, it was always a number two. But, in the NFL, there's no number but, two. But what I'm trying to say is, Boston, I mean, Detroit faded out. They had a I'm small... not saying that te- teams come and go. Yeah. But there's always a number two. In the NFL, that's not a second best team. But right team. now, the second best team probably would be the Eagles if Carson Wentz don't go down. Uh, see, that's... I, if I'm he not prepared to say if he, if he doesn't go down, <laughs> this will be a much more interesting Super Bowl. Okay. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I think, so, I think you're so right So now, that. that creates your arch rival. 
But it just so happened he got him far enough where Nick Foles can just hold that hold Here, that team in place. Here's the deal. The last time they had an arch rival was when Peyton played, whether he was in Indianapolis or Denver. That was their arch rival. Because of waiting. the because of the person. No, no, but because of the team, how good they were. Denver you had knew a, you knew that if New England faulted, the Colts would go to the Super Bowl. You knew if if Denver faulted, New England would let go me, to the let Super Bowl. Let me let me ask you a question. And we'll go back to basketball for a minute. And when you say arch rivals like this, when you say who was Boston's nemesis, and it would be the Lakers. But you have to remember, Lakers had a long run. But you're talking about team. I'm talking about just the number two position. Because, but, you, you, but, but you have to put somebody in that number two position. And there's nobody you really can put in there. If, if New England didn't win coming into the season, if you tell me New England is not going to the Super Bowl, who? what would be the consensus? That who would be the team? Because and, everybody, and, somebody would have said the Cowboys. Many people would have said uh, it could have been any anything. That it could have been Atlanta since they went last year. No, there's no clear answer in the NBA and in the past history of the NFL. There were clear answers of who was this a there that there was a second best team. That's why I'm that, that's what I'm trying to get to with the N, the NFL. There's just not a team that. that because right now, right now it's changing of the guards. Because all of the teams that we right. considered good, they're no longer good. Right. So I mean, so now you got these teams on the come up. So who's going to be the next rival for them since they don't have one now? Clearly. Well, I mean, will Pittsburgh bounce back and become but that the, but true the, rival? But that that will be their rival in the AFC. So on the NFC side, somebody is going to have to come on the come up to dominate. And and you had. A team like Seattle for two or three years that was, and then they faded the away, and they faded away. They could get back possibly. They're a couple moves away. New Orleans is great to see them come back and be a resurgent team. Let's see if that's sustainable. Let's see what happens with the Cowboys when you have Ezekiel Elliott for a full year. It just was a bad year for the NFL, and I think a lot of things contribute to this. Uh, but you can't tell by what they're charging. They're still getting five million dollars. For thirty seconds of a of an ad oh, no doubt. for the Super Bowl, so uh, they're still looking good. I want to go to a segment now that we call "Shame, Shame, Shame." Shame, 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 shame. Or charge it to the game. But it's in the game. This is where I tell you, give you a scenario, a situation. You tell me, is, is it shame, shame, shame? Or hey, that's just part of it. That's just what comes with it. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, the conversation about LeBron James going to Golden State next year. Is it shame, shame, shame that we're even talking about this or charge it to the game? That's kind of what you get when you're talking about the NBA. It's a little bit of both when it comes to him. But we got to pick one. But I'm just saying, because it's shame, 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 because <laughs> as we said on the show earlier where LeBron is supposed to be the best player in the world, and for even to have this come out and you don't kill it, it has to be some validity to it. If it comes out, I say, hey, no, 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 I'm not not even entertaining that right now. That's not what I got going on right now. He never said anything, and I think his camp leaked it. So I think they leaked it. They've leaked stuff before and try to downplay it. Now, charge it to the game, that's what he does. We've seen this picture with him before. So give me a definitive answer. Is it shame, shame, shame that we're talking about this or charge it to the game that's just more LeBron I'd say shame, shame, shame. Shame, 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 Because he should have killed this when it came out, if and it's see, not true. And I, and I say this, 
I say shame, shame, shame that in the middle of a season, just prior to the All-Star break, we're, st- we're talking about next year already. And, and that I think that speaks to the lack of overall competition in the NBA for a minute. Because do you how many people really think the Rockets can beat Golden State in the series? A lot of people. You think so? A lot of people. Because you don't feel You don't the, think so. But I think the Rockets can beat Oh, you say Golden State. I'm Golden thinking State. about Cleveland. My bad. Golden State, I don't think they can beat them in the seven game so, series. So we don't think anybody's gonna challenge Golden State coming out of the West. See, right now they, they're playing and they're down to the competition because they're bored. But when it's time to turn it on, what separates them from everybody else is what people get away from. They say, oh, man, Kevin Durant scored. Klay Thompson can score. And Steph Curry can score. But they play lockdown defense. So, But but the, the, the point is, with everything going on in the NBA, the biggest story this week was something about the offseason next year. And that's, that's terrible because there's so many great stories in the NBA right now. I, but I think that Cleveland struggling is not helping. Boston is not asserted themselves quite yet like they need to. And, and I just think that the storylines are not even – either they're not being presented properly or they're not there. So now I think it's shame, shame, shame because we're talking about this well, now. timing is everything. And, and see, the big the big thing for free agency, you're setting it up, is LeBron James. Where is he going? So he's setting it up. He has to but, say. I mean, and that, those are fun conversations in the offseason. We're having them during the heat of the regular season. Yeah, but, but timing is everything. So if I break it out now, right before the All-Star break, right before Super Bowl, I stay relevant. So timing. See, he's a smart businessman. You have to give him credit. So timing for him, let me get in the middle of this as well. So now my name stays out there like that. So after Super Bowl, everything dies back down. See, you got to look at it too. They may not. They may get knocked out in the playoff this year. So there's a chance. So he's smart enough to know that. Now with Kevin Love, now we may not be as good with Isaiah Thomas. Not as good as I thought we were gonna be. So I got to make sure my name stays out here. But he's smart. Next up on same same same. I charge it to the game. The NFL getting five hundred and fifty million dollars per year for the next five years for the rights to Thursday night football. Is that shame, 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 or do you charge it to the game? Charge it to the game because that's part of the business. That you're in this business to make money. Everybody get a piece of that pie. So, hey, if we can go add another TV deal, make a little bit more money, that, hey, that's the bottom line. Well, I'm going to say shame, shame, shame. Shame, 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 shame. Because in a climate where we're talking about CTE, we, we talk about player safety, we talk about caring about the players. We see guys retiring more and more each year at earlier ages because of these health concerns. We clearly know that the Thursday night product is not a good Let me ask football you a product. And it's I'm not, not cutting you a, off. Yeah, but it's a horrible product. Go ahead. I, I agree with you on that part where you're, you're looking at and you're caring about people. But the bottom line is this. I think the NFL put a front on it. Yeah, they, they try to go through the motion, don't they? But you think they really care about no, that? No, I know they, they don't. I so, know they don't. So they don't but, care but about that, that but stuff. But that's a shame. That's not oh. – I mean, it, it, it's tough to the game because we know that. But it's shame, shame, shame that you talk this talk and you suspend the guys and you got concussion protocol, but now you want these guys to recover on a short week just so you can – And, and I think it's bad for the league. Don't for blame. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's a the, bad I'm idea about the team. game. I'm, I don't think it's a bad – I mean, I really don't like them because games aren't that good. But if the team, if that, if your guys, are, if your guys hurt, don't play. Them. No, you can't. You 
the stakes are too high in the NFL. You only got 16 games. Yeah, you can't but, you can't do an NBA. But if and we're gonna sit out because look, every guy. If we're talking about CTE, no, but no, no, yeah. Well, I mean, pro, pro, you talking about concussion protocol? Yeah. But I'm saying guys are beat up physically. Oh no doubt. And they they can't recover. That's part of you sign up for that. No, but when they signed up Thursday night. Playing every Thursday night for 11 weeks was not a part of the deal, and I think it's not a good, good deal for the league as a whole. We've seen the popularity, Wayne. I think overexposure is a part of that. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I think the games are, are terrible on Thursday night. I really don't watch Thursday night yeah, games. Yeah, they had some but. good games in there, but generally the yeah. games aren't as good. They aren't as crisp because the teams don't have time to prepare, and then the guys don't have time to But then it works game. out if you hear that team on Thursday night get the win, so now you get two wins in a week maybe, and then you get that. Right. Well, those the, extra yeah, days off. So helps, it just depends on who, who but you But I'm going to say same, to. same, same. Finally, in same, 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 the Clippers do all of this wooing of uh, Blake Griffin, and they, do, they pitch him on re-signing with the team. They sign him to a, what, a five-year deal and say that basically – implying that he was going to be the face of the franchise. You get rid of a guy that apparently those guys didn't get along. You get rid of Chris, uh, Paul. Uh, Chris Paul. You send him or let him get out of there. And months after you sign this big deal, you ship him off to Detroit. Is that shame, 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 or charge it to the game? Charge it to the game. Because when you, sign, game. When, you, when you work that contract out, see, that's on Blake. Blake didn't get a no trade. That's on him. Right. You work that into your deal, now you know you stay. But see, you got to be smart enough, hey, if they won't give me a no trade, hey, I'm still expendable. But this is part of the business. But the only thing works out for him, I think, what, he got $170 million. So, oh, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's all how right. How good do you think end. Detroit can be? I think Detroit can be a lot better in the East now because the East is a little bit, you know, not as talented as the West. So now if Blake can stay healthy, Blake, Blake can get that Blake back on the East. Yeah, that that'll be fun to watch, but I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna agree with you, and that we're gonna charge this to the game. It's just a you know how basketball is. These guys, there's no loyalty in pro sports. There's no loyalty almost anywhere, uh, but especially in pro sports. So I think you charge it to the game, but at least he got his money. Well, that'll do it for the first half of the show. Coming up in the second half, we're gonna tell you why this is a special day, a special weekend for me. Personally, and if you listen to the Houston show, you will understand why it's a big weekend for me as we talk about the NFL Hall of Fame. We'll do the We the People segment where we talk about how you guys voted on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page and on the fan page, and we uh, turn our sights on what you thought. In addition to that, we'll do Sports E. We'll talk all things Super Bowl. This is episode 46 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and CoBank Homes. The vision at CoBank Homes is simple, and it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832-757-7950. That's 832-757-7950. CoBank Homes through Keller Williams. They asked me what I think about the competition. 
and I say no. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. I wanna kiss you. Yo, to the lower knife wonder maybe. We got your girl undulating to the rhythm of the drum. Wet t-shirt looking like a vacation. Take it off like Monday, baby, and there will be no underrating. So please hold your applause. Let it bump a little up in your cars. They say that boy's back. This is black boy rap. You can go and chalk it up to a loss. And if you got a problem with it, walk it up to the boss and get your car pulled like pity pack. Body a verse and put it in a pine box. You need to get a shine box, Billy Bats. And really, that's all my time. This this is the last chapter. You X and Y, we off the damn axis. Intricate, me and knife to a God's instruments. And when we get together, you can call it band practice. Men of action, they hustle bass backwards. Penny for your thoughts. Welcome back to episode 46 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Devin Wade with you along with the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen. Well, I want to remind you guys to share it, like it, tell your friends. I really carry these conversations with you out into the world, whether it be to the barbershop or the water cooler or wherever you talk uh, sports, family reunions, funerals, whatever you wherever you are, <laughs> you know, at, at the repast. You know? Oh, man, come on, dude. Hey, man, that's, that's real. Hey, just keep it real uh, sports talk. I want to talk about why this is a special weekend for me. Because I think if you listen to the local show here in Houston, and many of you haven't, for many, many years, who's been my number one guy? My number one guy in sports out of all of the people that you can think of that I talked about, I know you know who it is. I don't want to say it. I want you to say it. I want it to come from your lips and out into the world. Who is my guy? I don't want to say it. Go on, say it. I'm not you saying You have to say it. I think it deserves saying Does he have a star on his helmet when he well, played? And, you know, and some wings? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dude. And the, man, let me ask you this question. See, I can talk now. I couldn't say it on, on the local show. That dude is wild, man. You, so okay, you we're think. talking about Terrell Owens. We're talking about T.O. T.O.'s been my guy for years. Okay, this is what I love about T.O. T.O. Is, is ignorant. I mean, he he does some ridiculous things, and I loved him for it. There were so many Saturdays he gave me material to talk about uh, locally. When there was nothing else going on, I could count on T.O. to do something uh, foolish and stupid. To keep you relevant. To keep me relevant. Yeah, to keep me relevant. But beyond that, I mean, he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player. And I love his game. I love his game. A hell of a player. But on top of all of that, he would he would do some crazy stuff. Yes, and I, and he would. I do think that it was easy for the media to, to gang up on him and beat him, beat him down undeservedly so. Remember what he did. As, Hold on, Devin. Hold well, we, on. What do we have? I got this is my this is this is my buddy right here. I got to interrupt this thing. We're doing you, Facebook we're live. We're doing Facebook live too on this thing. Kenneth Williams and I. I wear Kenneth out about Captain America. He told me, Kevin, no more Captain America, man. No, no more New England. So I said, all right, Kenneth, I'm gonna tone it down for you. But he told me he said, hey, tell Devin Wade. I said, hello, this is Miss Joanne Williams, son. Yeah, Kenny. <laughs> I, hey, she took care of me when I was a, a, a toddler at Pickwick and. And in Southport. Hey, he said, 
Yeah, so I know then, he knows. Yeah, he said from Southport, Dippy Street. That's right. <laughs> I, I claim it. Hey, I don't have it tatted on me, but uh, I claim it forever. I didn't mean but, to interrupt. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but we had to, I, hey, I, we squeeze up, that in. I'm glad he checked in. I'm glad. Yeah. Hope he's doing well. There you go. Um. So, anyway, back to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame selection this weekend. T.O., third, third year is the charm. He gets in. And, and I'm going to do some – I'm going to look at the stat sheet in just a minute. So, do you really think he's going to get in? I think he is. I think – because, okay, and I'm going to get into that, but I'm going to give you uh, the 15 finalists and the, and the Veterans Committee finalists. The Houston Oilers will have a guy get in today, I think, in Robert Brazil, Dr. Doom, three-time, what, defensive player of the year. He was a beast. Jackson State, right? Jackson State, swag. And uh, Jerry Kramer is also a finalist on, on the veteran side of things. On the, the 15 finalists are Ty Law, Ray Lewis, John Lynch, Kevin Mawai, Randy Moss, T.O., Brian Erlacher, Everson Walls, Tony Baselli, Isaac Bruce, Brian Dawkins, Alan Fanica, Steve Hutchinson, Joe Jacoby, and Edgerin James. Who are your five to get in today? We talked about it earlier. Early, I, I picked Joe Jacoby. Joe I, Jacoby I, th- I think picked. he did a great job with, uh, the, Hogs. with the Hogs. Uh-huh. Uh, Blocking with John Riggins. Riggins and Joe Theismann. And, and Doug Williams. Yeah. I also think Brian Erlacher will get in. Okay, that's two. Ray uh, Lewis. Ray Lewis will, sure. will get in. And I'm not a cowboy guy, but I, I want to see Emerson hey, Walls. Everson Walls. Everson Walls get in. Walls get in. And then you said Randy Moss. And Randy Moss. I, those are the ones that I, I think get in, but I really want to see Everson Walls get in there. I think he did a great job. I played golf Cowboys. with him in a, a swag celebrity tournament. I spent the afternoon, he was in my foursome. So I had a good time playing with Everson. Uh, he, he's a swag guy, too. So, yeah, you know, yeah. hey, it could be a big Grambling. weekend. Yeah, big weekend for the swag. But I don't think he gets in. My five uh, inductees will be. T.O., Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Alan Fanica, and I said Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli, when he was at the top of his game, and I, and I go back to this, he made Bruce Smith, who was the top, he it was he was 1A to, uh, to Reggie. Uh, Reggie White. Reggie, he was 1A to Reggie White uh, as a pass rusher. He's a Hall of Famer. And Baselli embarrassed that dude in a playoff game when he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, that's my five. But here, looking at the stat sheet, on the stat sheet, if you compare <laughs> Randy Moss and T.O., do you think it's a big difference between the two as far as the major categories? And re- I don't look at as far as the stats. The stats are good, but I think Randy Moss was such a game changer. He could change the game at any time and just take it over. You, he just say, hey, just throw it. I'll go get it. I agree with you. The phenomenal numbers that he put up and just his effect on the game was undeniable. He was a – would you take him or Jerry Rice first? I'm taking Jerry Ooh. Rice. I'm taking Jerry. I'm taking Jerry, too. I'm taking Jerry. But, this but is, I would take T.O. over T.O. over, over Randy but Moss. But this is what I say about Randy Moss. When he went to New England, he put Tom Brady on another level. He did. This and I, and the, I'm going to get to that. I and got this to was the first time that I can recall that Tom Brady just really had a deep threat that he mm-hmm. can just just throw it as far as you can. And okay, well, let's look at the stats. Terrell Owens played 16. T.O. played 16 seasons. Randy Moss, 14 seasons. And, you know, T.O. missed a large part of one of the seasons in Philadelphia when they went to Super Bowl. T.O. played 219 games. Randy Moss, 218 games. Catches, 982 catches for Randy Moss, 
1,078 for T.O. Yards, 15,292 for Moss, 15,934 for T.O.'s second all-time. Touchdowns, 156 for Randy Moss, 153 for T.O. All-Pro, five times for T.O., four times for Randy Moss. Pro Bowls, both of them went six times. Here's some of the accolades. Anybody won a Super Bowl in there? Uh, neither one of them won a Super Bowl. No. Both of them went to the Super Bowl okay. and lost. Okay, accolades for Randy Moss. He was offensive rookie of the year. He had a thousand catches and back to back. I mean, a hundred catches in back to back seasons. The season you talk about is first with New England. He had twenty three touchdowns in a season. That's a record. Twenty three touchdown receptions in a season. He had ten or more touchdowns. In a season, nine times, he led the NFL in touchdowns five times, and he was a 1,000-yard receiver ten times. T.O., on the other hand, 20 catches in a single game. You remember that? And then nine times, he had nine 1,000-yard seasons in 11 years. In eight seasons, he had double-digit touchdowns, led the NFL in touchdowns, Three separate seasons. So, again, those guys are very, very comparable. If you let in one, you better let in the other. Otherwise, I'll do like I did the NBA Hall of Fame and boycott until Guy Lewis got in. <laughs> so, you know, there we have it. Let's go to a segment we call We the People. We the People. We the People. We look at uh, basically poll questions that we asked you guys on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade a group page and the fan page. And the first question up is, would you be interested in seeing LeBron James join the Golden State Warriors next year? Uh, we got your take. You don't think it would be interesting? I don't. I think it would really kill the NBA. Even though... Why would you, being the best player, go and join all of these guys? I agree with why you. Would, why would you bring even consider the that? The, the, I know, let's bring up the conspiracy theory you brought up during the show. Okay. I want to hear. I want to hear. Because I, I, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I, it's hard for me to believe that LeBron is that petty, but I, I, I'll that go. That dude is petty. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll hear you out. Go ahead. Well, you call it conspiracy theory, but this is my thing. LeBron wants to go down as the best player ever. It, 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 it's killing him. He wants to surpass Kareem on the scoring list. He'll never surpass MJ as far as total championship. My theory is to even throw that out and consider it, I think Kevin Durant has surpassed him, me, myself. And a number of people feel like he's the best player in the game. I think Kevin Durant is because my thing is, and I shared this with you, when you watch NBA championships or you want to be the best player in the world, I want to beat the best. I want to guard you. I, w- I want to go at you. Kevin Durant did that and, and, and took that challenge in the in, in the championship in the NBA Finals. But LeBron James sent somebody else to guard Kevin Durant after he knew I, 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 I'm getting get to, to that. I'm yeah, leading up to That's the point I want you to get to. So now my thing is, okay, let me think about this. I'll go join these guys. So Kevin Durant is right in the middle of it right now where he's getting ready to have that run that, that LeBron had. He's right in the middle of that right now. So if I go over here and join these guys, I can slow this dude up a little bit. You laughing. But this guy is smart like this, man. I can slow him up a little bit. Well, these numbers aren't so great. I mean, he'll still have great numbers, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I can slow him down now because I'm his teammate. 
and this, that, and the other. LeBron thinks like that, man. Don't you think? He don't think like that. And so, then, just to clarify, you think maybe one of the considerations oh, for LeBron yeah. is to go and and really hamstring and slow down Kevin Durant's but career. Slow, not He's going to hamstring it a little bit. But also now with me, I'm speaking about me as if I'm LeBron, I can win more championships. Right. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm hamstringing him. But I'm and winning I'm championship. I'm getting what I want. But that would kill the league. And I tell you what, I, by 90%, 90% of folks who voted said no. They do not want to see. Uh, they wouldn't be interested in seeing LeBron Let me ask join you Golden State. Who's the best player to you right now? I, I think it's Durant. I think Durant can do anything he wants you to do on the court. See, I, I keep going that old school mindset, and this is this is this is one thing that I always remember: Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. They were getting ready to sign Tony Kukoc when he was with Croatia. They were playing him in the Olympics, and they were getting all this feedback how good Tony Kukoc was from Jerry Cross and those guys. And they he got in the Olympics. They were like. Mike said, oh, no, I got him. Scott, oh, no, Mike, I got him. No, 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 I got him. No, 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 I got him. You get him the first half, I got him the second half. LeBron done had that killer. Right. He don't, well, he don't well, want we're to. we're talking about the game, now, and we're talking about two different things as far as now the guy I had the most respect for in the league, the most respect go to Russell Westbrook. He's loyal. He's about that life. He stuck with his team. He rides with his teammates. I love Westbrook for that. And I, he, he, to me, I had the most respect in the NBA for Russell Westbrook. Did you see what he just did? Anybody else with Paul George? Oh, he went to he bat went for to bat for him. You know what Paul George came back and said? Hey man, hey, I got reconsidered. I think I'm gonna stay. If this dude is sticking up for me like riding this, riding with me like yeah, that, yeah, man, that means a lot. Was, I mean, so those are two separate questions. I want to go to the second part of We the People. I asked you guys on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page, was this a good NFL season in your opinion? And uh, a large majority of you, a landslide majority of you said that no, it was not a good NFL season. And I agree, it was a horrible NFL season, whether it's the protest that hung, that really hung over the league like a cloud, not because of the protest, but because of the owner's response and the president of the United States' response to it. It left a cloud over the league. It divided people. People were angry. A lot of people boycotted for both on both sides. A lot of people said they should stand. When they saw people take a knee, they, they started boycotting. A lot of people who saw the backlash that the boycott that the kneeling players got, said, you know what, you won't sign Kaepernick, you're giving these guys a hard time, we're not watching the product. And then you add to that the injuries, and, and when you talk about J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers, Ezekiel Elliott suspension for six games, uh, when you talk about uh, Odell Beckham, when him with him going down, so many high-quality guys went down, and then the CTE thing as well. So it's just been a bad, bad year. Add to that, uh, you're, the teams that you wanted to be good, If you're from the league standpoint, you wanted the Cowboys to be good. It's always good for the league when the Cowboys are good. You wanted the Giants to be good, and, and you know that didn't happen. You wanted certain teams, Green Bay, to be good, and they weren't. So from that standpoint, there was a lot, a large turnover in playoff teams. Not a good year. Would you agree with that? I agree with, the with that. I, I think the, the Kaepernick deal kind of hurt it a little bit. Not, well, let me back, take that back, hurt it a lot. But I think what really killed it was the injuries. 
because you lost so many stars when you lost Beckham, you lost Aaron Rodgers, you lost the up and coming Deshaun Watson. You you yeah, you're you losing lost people. Some guys. Yeah, yeah, you lost some guys because the Texans with Deshaun Watson, they to me they were turning the corner a little bit because of the excitement that he generated. I think if he can come back healthy next year and uh kind of give a little bit of back of that magic what he that he showed. I think they'll be a team to reckon with in the AFC. I don't. Well, I mean, that's a discussion for another day. I but don't. I don't agree. They, but I, I think the the Texans may need to start finding a replacement for JJ Watt. Why would they have one? Jadavion Clowney. But but that, again, that was a discussion for another day. I don't want to talk about that today. I don't want to talk about that today. But it was not. We agree it wasn't a good season for the NFL, right? No. Nah. So we agree with our voters. Finally, who will win the Super Bowl? And a slim majority say that the Philadelphia Eagles will win the Super Bowl. Man. What say you? What's, who do you say? I mean, yeah, I Captain saying, America. Hey, I, I've been saying Wait, We're going to give our scores at the end of, of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking New England and Captain America again. I'm taking the 40-year-old guy. And finally, we want to do a segment that we call Sports E. This week in sports, entertainment. This is where we talk about things surrounding sports uh, with the athletes, entertainment. And of course, uh, with this being Super Bowl weekend, there are a lot of things going on. How about this? A couple things that went on. First of all, you know, some local guys from Houston got into the big <laughs> argument on Press, Press Row, on Radio Row. And resulted in one of the stations getting kicked out. We, I'm, I'm around those guys a lot. One of the guys didn't come out a lot. The other guy is, is around. But these are local guys here in Houston. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, that, first of all, it was not much to do about not much. It was just an argument caught on tape. Yeah, an argument caught on tape. had a lot of bad language that, that was flying around. But those are things. It, it, it's a animosity here. Yeah, local thing. Local thing yeah. going on that day. I guess we almost had some on our local show <laughs> from last week, right? What you mean? Somebody said something about one of our guys or something. You talked about on their show. They said oh, something about yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, things, it can get like that. Yeah, but I, you know, I've never been involved in any. Well, I try I to never, stay out I of never that. got involved in any of those beefs, especially on the air. Now, I've had a lot of issues behind the scenes. A lot of issues with stuff that went on behind the scenes. Because in, in this industry, like many other industries, people will present themselves one way and then really be another way. And, you know, when you think somebody is one way and then they're not, or they, you know, they go in, go behind your back and do that. I mean, it's, it's the, it, it really charges that to the game. Yeah, it charges to the game. But, but I'm like this, man. I, and this is what I really believe. If it's for me, it's for me. Yeah. You can't derail me. And, and so I carry myself in a way that I'm not going to try to backdoor anybody. I would never try to do that. And when that happens, I can see where animosity is created. These guys apparently were friends, but then the guy gets on the air and he rips them on the air. That kind of stuff probably wouldn't bother me. I try to get used to whatever criticism I've gotten. I've gotten some criticism on the air, on other stations. And it, but you got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. I've had friends of mine get really, really, really mad, fighting mad over that kind of stuff. And it, it just, it's one of those things that happens. 
but again, you just charge it to the game, and you know it wasn't much to do about anything, but not a great look for local sports talk. Other thing, his wasn't a good look either. You talk about same, 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 but charge to the game. So Justin Timberlake in the press conference for his Super Bowl halftime show. First of all, he shouldn't be back doing the Super Bowl halftime show until Janet Jackson is allowed to be with him. But he gets in the press conference and says he would never allow his son to play football. But if you're doing this at the Super Bowl. They're paying you a lot of money for the halftime show. And you Bottom line. With the, that's crazy to me. So Justin got y'all again, NFL. <laughs> Are you looking forward to his show? I don't even watch halftime show. That's when I. That brings me to my next point. What yeah. are you What are you gonna do uh, for the Super Bowl? I'm not I, even I, sure. I haven't even had any, any plans yet. I mean, I kind of went. You like make, the parties and stuff? Uh, they're okay. How do you like to watch the Super Bowl? Um, it depends. If I'm with a group of my friends, then I'm okay with it. And what I mean by that is uh, that ones I grew up on my street that I grew up with, we're still close to this day. A couple years ago, well, the Seattle. Super Bowl, we all got together and we had a really good time. Kenneth Williams was there as well. Mm. And we all got together, just the fellas. And uh, we we had it laid out and we kind of watched the game, kind of cut up and reminisced on some old stuff. And I kind of enjoyed that. But I can also sit at home in front of the television and watch myself where I can just really watch it and dissect some things. And see, now I have been, I've had pretty much so many Super Bowl experiences. I've been to some Super Bowls. I've been to the games themselves. I've been in the Super Bowl city. I have been to Super Bowl parties. But mo- like you, I most, if I'm not at the game, I most enjoy being alone watching the game. However, I'm not that interested in this Super Bowl. So I uh, I will go to a party or something. I may go to a party tomorrow, have some beverages. I don't generally like going to parties because you have a lot of people there who don't know anything about sports and they're ranting and raving. They're usually the loudest ones. <laughs> Believe it or not, when I'm out at, like, at parties and places, I don't talk a lot of sports. I let people just talk around me. I listen to what they yeah, have yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't talk a lot. Like I'm not the guy that if you catch me at the grocery store, we're going to have a 15-minute discussion about the Houston Texans. I mean, if you ask me, of course I'll answer. But, but I'm not... You know, when when you know, like we used to do in high school, where you you yelling and ranting and raving. I don't do that as much since I've been on the air. Yeah, I guess the microphone gives me a <laughs> larger megaphone, so I don't do that as much. So I don't really like the Super Bowl parties. But again, I'm not interested this year, so I may I may go. Uh, being at the game is a different kind of thing because I mean I go as a media member, so it's not as interesting as being around your friends, around other professionals. You're in a you're in a different mindset. And so that's not as much fun. Although, like I said, you see more of what's going on. With I was there for the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake here in Houston, and I didn't. No one really, really. I didn't know what was going on until later. That what what was you know what was that all about? And then the, there was a streaker that nobody knew what you know. We you guys at home, I don't think you ever saw that. But there was a streaker. You heard about it later. He got on the field, dressed as a referee, and he stripped down and ran the, the length of the football field. So stuff like that, you get to see the the whole event. And it's something to be said for being at the largest event in sports in the world that day. To say that I've been to the largest, other than the World Cup, the largest event in sports in the world is a, is a, is a big, big deal. So, But, you know, I'll go to a party this time. Uh, it's always fun being in a Super Bowl city. And they kind of like flying back yeah, the day yeah. of the game. So with that, before I let go, before I let go.
Before I let go, Kev, let's get your Super Bowl prediction. Give me a score, a, a winner, a score, and an MVP. Wow. The first, first one is easy. I'm taking the Patriots. Uh-huh. Uh, score, 31-17, New okay. England. Okay. MVP, my guy. Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Anyway, hey, I predicted – that New England, I, although on paper, now I looked at the stats and they don't favor New England, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at all. They don't favor them at all. It's actually a perfect matchup for New England's offense. It really is. And maybe not the perfect, but near perfect matchup for New England. So all the stats support New England winning. However, <laughs> I said after last year, Tom Brady would never win another Super Bowl. You stick it to I didn't think that he would get to one, but Pittsburgh choked. So yeah. And then they had anyway. Anyway, I won't get into the referees, but you know, I said a long time ago he would not win again. I'm gonna stick with that, and my score is six to five <laughs> in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I mean, I don't want any of them to score. I I wanted to be three to two if possible, but in reality, it's probably gonna be a little bit of a shootout. I'm gonna go ahead. I really kind of think New England's going to win, but I'm... Pick, man. I'm going to pick Philadelphia. For the record, I'm picking Philadelphia. And the score. A, a real, real score. A real score. I'll say 28-24. MVP. MVP. If that's the case, I'm going to pick... I'll pick... Uh, ooh, man. I got to pick Nick Foles, I guess. I, you know, you have to pick Nick Foles. So, that's uh, that's the MVP. And, he, you know, this will be a, a dream scenario. So, with that getting out of here, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank my Facebook uh, Live folks. We're going to post that on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page. As soon as you post it, I'll post it as well. Go to iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. How can they reach you on Twitter? They can reach me at Allen, Allen Ron 10 That's at Allen, Allen Ron 10 And, of course, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. On Instagram, Sports Talk with D-Wade. This has been episode 46 on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Want to thank Kofi Bankers and CoBank Homes, a division of Keller Williams. This has been Sports Talk with Devin Wade. And as always, have a great day.